everybody, and welcome to this week's show and tell. That's right, a full hour of makers from around the world coming by, showing us what they're working on at home, safely in their pajamas, whether it's 3D printing, Raspberry Pis, electronics, soldering, uh, crafting, sewing, whatever they're working on. Uh, we want to see it, so come on by. We're here till 8 p.m.-ish. We got a whole bunch of people from Adafruit and as well as special guests, uh, Matt from Raspberry Pi and Kevin from DigiKey are going to give us the updates from yeah. their respective corners of the world. All right. So first up, Matt, welcome to the show and tell. Hey. How are you? Good, good. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. Uh, we all know each other for uh, over a decade. Yeah. Make Magazine to, for, to the New York scene to ITP to NYC Resistor, now Raspberry Pi. Yeah, I was just thinking, I think we first met in 2010 or so. That's so, right. Yeah, just about a decade. All it's right. Well, I know you're up to amazing things. I also want to say, um, please pass along our thanks to everyone at the Raspberry Pi Foundation. There's a lot of people that are home. There are a lot of people learning, and they're using Raspberry Pi. So thanks for providing those resources from the foundation, from the hardware. And then, of course, we have our friends at Hackspace. Um, what a fantastic publication that everyone's able to read during this time. Yeah, yeah, and that and Hackspace is free online to read if you're looking for a magazine to dip into, um, and then yeah. like all of our publications too. So yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people grabbing the Raspberry Pis and and wiring them up and using them as general purpose computers as well, which is really exciting. Yeah. All right. So what um what's the the things that you want to tell everybody this week if they want to do things with Raspberry Pis and more? Yeah, so um, we have a new initiative at the Raspberry Pi Foundation in response to what's going on in the world. Um, we're calling it Digital Making at Home. Um, you can go to rpf.io slash home. The idea here is that we know that lots of young people are at home and they may not get the opportunities to code and create that they get in the school environment. So what we're doing is we're taking our content, our world-class free content, and we're um, packaging it up and making it uh, more uh, available for young people. We're creating, our educators on our team are creating code along videos that we're posting to our website. And so if you go to rpf.io slash home, you'll see that every week we pick a theme and we do a lot of code along projects in Scratch and Python, um, HTML and CSS. Um, and to just sort of inspire and young people, inspire and, and motivate young people to create with technology while they're at home and uh, give them some guidance along the way. And uh, where do folks go if they want to follow along and learn more? rpf.io slash home is, is the landing page for all of the resources there. And if you check every Monday, there's a new theme posted, new videos, new content every Monday. Got it. So every single Monday, um, especially if you're a parent, or an educator, yeah. or now a parent is an educator. Right. Um, you can go there every week, and that's almost like a lesson plan. It's something you do, and you don't have to think about it. You can just go there and then start following the lessons. Right. Yeah. So, in, in this week, the theme is about making music. And so, we picked a bunch of projects that are all about having fun with making music. And we try to find those connections between the technology and what's going on in the world and maybe some interests. So, you know, um, we, we have some cool, um, we have a scratch based project about making a, like a rock band kind of thing, which is good for beginners. And then for the more advanced coders, we have um, this week, we have uh, projects using, using Sonic Pi, which is how you can use code to do, you know, all kinds of cool stuff with music. Okay, right on. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for um, sharing that. You'll also see some posts from Matt on the Adafruit blog that'll tell you about this. So if you're um, someone who watched the Adafruit blog and then also check out the resources every Monday. 
especially if you have some kiddos and you want some activities. And yep. there's so many raspberry pies out there. Chances are you have one at home already. You don't even have yep. to go out to the store. Just right. look yeah. in your box. You probably exactly. have a Raspberry Pi 1. There's millions of them were sold. Hook it up to your TV, turn it on, and get coding. That's right. All right. Thank you so much, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Bye. Right. Next up. Hello, Kevin. How are you? What are you doing this week? How are things in Minnesota and at DigiKey? Things are good here in Minnesota and at DigiKey. We are still crazy shipping packages. We've been really busy. Our warehouse is busy, so... Thank you everybody in the community for all of your orders because they sure are still coming in and we're still getting them out. If you order by 8 p.m., it's still going out that day. Uh, we're definitely keeping UPS and FedEx busy. A right um, couple things I've been working on. Uh, I grabbed a clue. I've had a clue for a little while, but I'm trying to get it to work with some of the Kitronic add-on mm -hmm. boards, which are form factored for microbit, uh, which obviously the clue is the same form factor. So I plugged it in and I, I got the temperature and humidity to read on here. And if I warm it up above 75 degrees, it changes to red. If I can make you're it. Alive? Yay, you're alive? Yeah, you're alive. But you got to keep breathing on it. Yeah. Uh, it's cold down in my basement, so it's hard to get it up that warm. But yeah, it, it's really cool to see how the, the clue can work in so many different microbit form factor add-on boards. It's, it's a lot of fun and I'm kind of excited to try more. So that's yeah. one of the things I've been working on. And we'll be making more clue boards and different, you know, we're going to have more chips because people really love it. And I, I think it's a great step up. You start with a micro bit and then you're like, I want circuit Python. Yeah. Yeah. It is really cool. And you know, you guys know the the team from Kitronic, they have some great add on boards, uh, even their little buggy, you know, this little buggy powered by a micro bit, you could throw a clue in there, which is my next project to try and get okay. this. Working. So it, it's pretty cool. All right. Sweet. Yeah, and next project I'm working on, I'm uh, hopefully we get back to events later in 2020. I'm going to work on making a claw machine for events. That, you know, somebody can enter a code in and you know hopefully pick up a clue. All and right, cool. literally. And you reach in, grab out the claw. The clue might so slip through your that, your claw. That progress each week. All right. Um, thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you, um, everyone at DigiKey. Please pass on our thanks. I'll say it every single week, every opportunity. Um, when we needed um, a great partner and a lot of support, DigiKey was there, and a lot of people are getting their Adafruit stuff from DigiKey. So everyone, show your, uh, your, your love on uh, Twitter, at DigiKey. Uh, tell them that you're getting your Adafruit stuff from them on Discord, all those places. Let them know this is working out. They were so helpful. So thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone at DigiKey. And, and Kevin, I know you helped out make all that yes. happen as well. Yeah, and, and thank you guys. Like I said, we can see the orders coming from Adafruit.com. So we're we're appreciative of all the orders that is coming our way from Adafruit and from this community. Yeah. I'm sure people on Discord are getting DigiKey boxes, and we appreciate it more than you guys know. Yeah, post up the photos in your DigiKey box. Uh, we want to try to start doing some fun unboxing around the web. So um, start doing that now, and we can, uh, we, we'll all talk later. We have ideas. We do have some cool ideas. All right, thanks, guys. Have a have a great week. Stay safe. Thank thanks, you. everybody. All right, next up, we're gonna go to Melissa. Hello, Melissa. Hello. So yeah. I have a three D printer that I built, and I've been putting up build videos on my YouTube channel. And I can actually go ahead and post a link to that. And um, so on this printer here, this is at its current state. I have an Ulta stick bed on here as a Hamera for its uh, hot end. 
and it has a lot of the original Prusa components. And I wanted to do this as a single filament printer because I already had a, a Prusa set up as a multi-material printer and sometimes it can get a little unreliable. Uh, one of the cool things on here is I made a little filament holder. Here, let me show you. And it uses these angled uh, pieces that I got from Adafruit here. And so I thought it was a really good use of those. Nice. It's that really well, and it's been working really well. Okay. All right. Thank nice you so much, Melissa. Thanks. All right. Next up, we're going to go to Noam Pedro. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing all right. Uh, go to the share screen. Yes. So following up on what Kevin yeah. and Yeah, so we got inspired by this micro bit. Uh, case here has a nice little slot here for the edge connector and it has uh, this little cool uh, attachment here so you can add like headers and connect to all the little um, connections on there so of course we made one for the different clue uh, i didn't add the headers but i did add the um the edge connector part here so you can take that off and it is super slim compared to the past um all-in-one uh, case that we've designed for the Clue. You can see it's like half the size. The only different series yeah. doesn't have the battery in there, so you can have that on the outside. But you can still have access to the alligator clips. It was a really good idea with the little teeth design there, so you can have enough space for that. And I exposed the humidity and the temperature and the microphone um, on the back there. And then, again, with the little built-in reset button here. Cute. Access to that. And, of course, Stemma and the USB on the uh, side there. Great. Yeah, so the, uh, LED. That's a nice case. That's a nice yeah, it's so cool. I love the, how small it feels in the hand. And of course, you can get it matching with if you have the green board or the black board. Matchy-matchy. Okay. <laughs> matchy-matchy. Yeah. yeah, I like the uh, little uh, Apple-style debut that you did. It's like, here's a big chunky Dell. And yeah. now here's the new slim <laughs> iClue. We reduced right. the bezel by two millimeters. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a difference. <laughs> Yeah. guide and of course all the step files and stls so you can edit this or just uh go ahead and print it on your uh, own printer all right all right, nice right work. On. and uh just so everybody knows they can watch your show every single wednesday at 11 a.m they have the show and tell and then tonight we're going to be playing some of your videos on ask an engineer yeah and also i gotta remember to plug that we also have a mini show and tell right after 3d hangouts as well that's so right definitely check that out at 11 30. yeah i think we, we've, we've pivoted to Everyone likes to say that. Not only have the longest running, most watched 3D printing show, <laughs> but the only 3D printing show and tell that's out there. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen another one yet. Yeah. Right. If I'm wrong, post a link. But yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, this is the thing. <laughs> Prove us wrong. This is, this is, well, it's it, it's like the skateboarding culture. It's like, we have a show and tell, that's our trick. Now you go do a trick. And then, like, oh, that's a cool thing we did. And we're all going to just keep doing tricks totally. together. <laughs> all right, Take cool. That. Take care. All right, thanks, Dan Pedro. All right, next up, we're going to go to Aaron. Hello, Aaron. How are you? Hey, Aaron. I'm doing good. Um, I have I have a couple little things. I, yeah. I was finished pulled just off my 3D printer just now. They're seeing them or they're sand dollars, which I'm very excited about. Anyway. Oh wow. Just I thought they were real sand dollars. They just glued to a plate. I was like, well. <laughs> I found this amazing model, which was a scan on Thingiverse, and like uh, I have a friend who's a mermaid who makes uh, mermaid crowns for people all over the world. That's her Etsy business. So I'm teaming up right. with her and printing some mermaid shells to, to add to costumes. So the mermaids in Singapore can 
have 3D printed shells in their, their crowns. Anyway, that's not what I meant to talk about. I just thought of that because it just finished off the printer. What I've been um, kind of working on more lately is um, it's just, you know, fighting this sort of ennui that happens when you're stuck in your house all the time. Um, I've been hanging out with a group of knitters and I've been wishing that I knew how to knit. Um, but I have come up with a craft that sort of does the same thing where it keeps your hands busy while keeping your brain sort of free. And it's, uh, it's just making these little crystals. Um, I've done a couple of tutorials um, already on the Adafruit site. I have a crystal staff that uses this, and then there's also just a crystal gem where you put a light, a little 3D printed base in it, and it lights up. It's one of the Steven Universe crafts. But I've been kind of perfecting them and coming up with different shapes and sizes and uh, colors and just different aspect ratios. It's been really fun. And then um, printing them out, and when I cut them out on my vinyl cutter, they just come out like this on this like flat, uh, nice, easy to, I, you know, assemble things and then just some crazy glue sticking them together um and I, i've been going a little nuts like there's honestly you never have too many crystals oh wow wow um i it's when you're doing a video like game a, it's a like the legend of zelda <laughs> all of them are gonna anyway i'm going a little crazy i'm having a great time doing it it's just relaxing and it's just sitting here and looking making a pretty thing um, I'm thinking about maybe putting them up on my Etsy store or something and, and yeah. that to people so that, again, like looking for fun things for kids to do. This, it's really easy and it's really satisfying and it's really fun when you put lights in them. So that's right. what I'm working on. Sweet. All right. I very much like that collection of crystals. Um, take, take, a, take a photo of them. They look beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm not expecting that today. That was great. I needed that. Thank you so much, Erin. All right. Next up, we're going to go to JP and JP Screen. Hey, right on. So uh, I've been working on this teletype machine project. I'll hold it up here for a second so you can see what it is. Uh, and this was uh, used for uh, deaf and hard of hearing text communications. They're mostly obsolete now, although they can still be used on some networks. Um, and the way these are used is they're acoustically coupled with a phone handset. You call someone up and then you can type messages and they head across the uh, the phone line acoustically and then are um, uh, re-modulated into the five-bit signal that tells the display what to print out there. So I've got a few variations on how I can use the clue with this. And this is my latest one, which allows me to have some prepared phrases in here that I can pick among uh, using the um, A button here. And then when I want to send a message, I'll just press B. And now it's sending over this little Stemma speaker. And you can see printing that out on the screen. Would you like to play a game? Uh, and so we also have, I won't demo it now, but I've just put out some videos and I have a guide that's almost ready uh, using Bluetooth so we can use the Bluefruit Connect app on iOS or Android, use the UART mode, type anything you want. It goes over Bluetooth to the clue, and then the same thing happens. The clue uh, will run this uh, Baudot code. I learned the pronunciation is Baudot. Really? Um, I always thought it was French. Uh, it is, but I think just by convention, at least Americans, I talked with uh, uh, C. Grover, who's done a lot of stuff in, in um, RTTY and yeah. things, and he said, yeah, it happens to be pronounced Baudot. Um, but yeah, it is the guy that the word baud comes from. So that, that, um, measurement of, of transmission speed is, uh, is based on his name. 
So uh, that is what I've got uh, to show. And like I said, the guide will be coming out soon. And then I'm off onto some new stuff for tomorrow that I'll, I'll uh, be cooking up overnight and uh, come on by my workshop show tomorrow and uh, see what comes next. All right, we'll be playing some previews on Ask an Engineer, a Make Code Minute, and then also every Tuesday, you have a new full hour all about Make Code, so folks can. That's right, yeah, Make Code Live. Lots of live streaming. All right, thank you so much, Evie. This is kind of when I learned like Stephen Colbert's name is actually Colbert. It's actually, yeah. not, but like his character's name is Colbert. Oh, I didn't know that. This is, this yeah. is when I learned that right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe he likes Badoke code, I don't know. That's crazy. Right. All right, thanks, Next up, we're gonna go to Paint Your Dragon. Hello, Philby. How are hey, you? Philby. Greetings. I'm good. Um, hi. I have a couple DigiKey boxes arrived there in the other room, but you know the 24-hour decant thing. So they're they're sitting over there. But I needed more uh, clue boards. So those those just arrived today, and I'll I'll unpack them tomorrow. Um, also, I, I I'm working on a project, and I I have that little 3D printed case that Noe and Pedro. Uh, I, I needed it for my current project, which is the light painter, which I started to show a couple weeks ago. And um, things went kind of not well for a while, but uh, it's it's back on track. Uh, let me try uh, sharing screen for a moment, if that's okay. Uh, how does this work? Share screen. Oh, come on, entire screen. Why won't it let me? There we go. Yeah, I'm gonna add it, here we go. Okay, then I go <laughs> preview. Okay, so um, anyway, it always has to involve dragons, right? So early, early passes at this, and this probably isn't going to come through streaming very well. You'll just, you know, MPEG artifacts. But the early passes coming out of it, it just it looked like crappy VIC twenty graphics, and um, this is all being written in Circuit Python, and um, I had always kind of treated Python as this thing. It's like, it's where you go to program smarter and not harder. But the trade-off is like the, the performance is kind of not great. And so the pictures were coming out like super, super uh, pixelated. And I was disappointed and sad and had the worst imposter syndrome and <laughs> get out of bed. But um, um, uh, Scott and... and uh, um, Jepler. Jepler, thank you. Um, they they helped me through this and showed me like how to write like high performance circuit python stuff so that over a series of iterations and you probably can't see the difference here but like the dithering starts getting a lot better wait and, go back and forth cuz it's like I, oh yeah, yeah you can okay. yeah that to woo yeah that's yeah. Nicer. you can uh, tell it's more gamma yeah, the gamma correction, you get this dithering in the dark areas, and then you know a third pass, and it just kept getting better. And it's like, holy crap, you can actually do high performance stuff in Circuit Python. I just didn't know the ropes, and they were very non-judgmental and helped me through that process. So I'm very grateful for their help and for not mocking me. <laughs> and uh, maybe I'll put some of those things I learned into the guide because I think maybe it'll help. Yeah. I think so, because one of the, the things that this guide was about was, you know, we have ULab, which is like a NumPy-like library. We have the Clue, which is, you know, has an MPU or FPU. It's a Cortex-M4. And so this was a little bit of a, of a skateboard challenge. It was like, okay, you know, can you do a 360 or a 720? And you're like, I, I've never even gotten on the skateboard. And I'm like, ah, you know what? But let's find out, right? Yeah. Um, 
because this is how it, another thing is as we do these sorts of projects are a little challenging is where we actually find bugs or weirdnesses like i've i whenever i do these projects that push circuit python just a little bit is when i'm like wait a minute this isn't supposed to be happening this should be faster why and then i i uncover something yeah yeah so i i learned a lot and um you know, I, I uh, anyway, it, it worked out really good. So I will have a, a guide for this soon. Uh, it just got tripped up for a while because I, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, here's some other, this, this you know, it, it's a Welsh flag. It doesn't look like much is going on, but when you set the brightness down a lot and it has to do gamma correction to get these dark shades, like that, that done normally would just, it would just be black, you know? Just it has to do really fast dithering to get a, a, a an image like that. Hmm. Um, and here here's our uh, you know public service announcement. Yep. Wash your hands. So anyway, uh, that's what I've been working on, and what there will be a guide for uh, coming along soon. Now that okay. I've learned all this stuff. Good work. Yay! Good work. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Next up, we're gonna go to Brian and Brian's screen. Screen. I welcome uh, Brian. Hi. Uh, so that's my screen. Um, just come back to the camera for a second because I'm gonna show something on the other camera. I'll have to switch to. Okay. Sure. Um, hi, I'm Brian. Hi. I've been doing stuff. Um, let me switch my cameras now. Do 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 do. Switch cameras. Oh, there we go. And good. Perfect. So I got some coasters. You might say, who cares about coasters? But if you look closely, these coasters are also PCBs. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. right? So these are by a company called Shit, S-C-H-I-I-T. It's not dirty. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, uh, these are called the, you know, the coaster or the Valley Mini based off of their, I think it's the Valhalla is the one it's based off of. So I got these. Um, Dylan actually showed them to me. And so after several DigiKey orders, uh, making lots of use of their quick shipping because I forgot things several times. I put this together and it's just a little headphone amp. Got your uh, AC input over here. I think it's 16 volts AC. Then you got your signal in and your signal outs. Big old volume knob here and a little mm. up there. It's really it was really fun to put together. I, I don't do tons of through hole stuff anymore, um, so it's it's super fun. These things are like microphonics machines because they're just dangling there. Because I, I love them. the danglingness, though. That gives it a lot of character. Yeah, um, the the noise floor is crazy. Like they they literally ring like a bell if you touch them at all. That's um, cool. But I haven't sipped them down because I want to do some matching of, of the tubes. Um, so yeah, if you uh, let's see, I've also got a bunch of these things on my desk. Some of you may recognize them as little clicky switches for. Uh, keyboards. So I'm working on a project merging those things with one of these things, which is a Neotrellis. So uh, hopefully, you know, uh, sometime before not too long, I'll have something going where I can, um, this is a little printout I have of it, so you can tessellate it properly. So DIY keyboards, hopefully before too long. Yay. All right. And did you want me to go to your screen? Um, yeah, sure. All right, what you got going on over here? Uh, so here is, a, I believe this is a SAMD-09. This is the processor at the center of the Neotrellis. Uh, so this is me doing some layout. I've got the key switches um, in here. I had to rotate some of them for the LEDs to line up and not get over the context on the edge, but it's going to be pretty sweet. There's a Stemma here on the back. I'm thinking about maybe adding a Stemma QT. We'll see. 
um, but yeah, that's uh, that's where it's going. It should be on right. Fab in the next day or so. Thank nice. you so much, Ryan. What's that? Thank you so much. Nice. Sure thing. See you later. All right. Next up, we're gonna go to Colin. Colin, what you got going on this week? Hey, so I was digging through the eBay and found something that looked really cool. So I picked it up and I took it home, and it looks like. <laughs> the story is a cat. No, no, no it's, this is just bonus. Yeah, Mitty's gonna be in yeah. the picture. All right, cat. Well, if you can look past the cat's tail, it is. That's fine. Look at the cat's tail. It is. It's I cute. Just don't want to see the cat's butt. Okay, fine. All right. It is a big copper. This copper face is crazy. Tube radio and intercom system. So you got all these switches for your different rooms, or uh, you can listen in your satellite pieces that are wall mounted in the room. Right. And your obvious beautiful little on-off embossment there. And over here, watch it, Mitty. Um, you can control. I love these knobs that have the you know the selector. Yeah. Um, big light or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to say, big light, but I'm like, I'm not 100%. And then you could just, it just holds up. You can let it go for the talk for small yeah. material. And uh, yeah, yeah, big control here. And I was learning a little bit more about it. And people said, like, trying to date it, they're like, well, it has a full copper face, so it's probably from the late 50s. So maybe that's a thing. Uh, maybe there were a lot of extra copper rolling around the uh, landscape at that point. I'm not sure. Well, but, maybe they're uh, saying, like, you know, when we were using it during, like, World War II, we didn't have any for a while. Or yeah, something. and then, like, people were like, woohoo! And just and they got into it again, yeah. 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 What are we going to do with it, Colin? Well, I cleaned up the knobs a bit and took off some of the gunk. And I turned it on. And I could hear radio just quietly. So I think I am gonna see how hard it would be to maybe get it to actually play radio. And if that seems like too much of a task, I'm gonna have to brainstorm on ways to repurpose it. All right. Maybe use the control panel for something else. Yeah, it's a cool control panel. It's a cool control yeah. panel and a cool It's a shame to waste it, yeah. yeah. I won't waste the cat, definitely. No, it's good. All right, thank you so much, Colin. Thank you, Colin. Thank you. All right. Okay, next, next up, we're that. gonna go to Liz. Hey, Hello, Liz. Liz. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Liz. New York strong. That's what yes. we say now here. All right. Uh, what you got going on this week? So this is the uh, Bluetooth MIDI xylophone project. Uh, yeah. Noe uh, uh, designed up some mounts so that we have um, two bars going across for the black keys and the the white keys. And mm. so now we have polyphony. Oh uh, wow. So, and this is, and this is for folks who um, want to build something like this. You're doing this with CircuitPython, it's Bluetooth MIDI. Is that how it's all glued? Yeah, exactly. Glued it's, uh, we've got a Itsy Bitsy um, Blue Fruit right here uh, going to two multiplexers because eventually there's going to be 32 motors, one for each note. Uh, and then the multiplexers are sending out to some uh, Darlington driver ICs there right here. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll drive them. And they're the five volt little mini solenoids so uh they're pretty easy to drive yeah and they sound great yeah the metal <laughs> resonates really nicely um, okay all right i love things coming so together I, I know you play musical instruments and now you make musical instruments is there a plan what was that was it Papalus or where it was like all the different squares and like it was the same person but they were playing 
different instruments. Are we yes. going to make a music video at some point? Or like, um, the, I, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, I, I, I love like robotic, more more musical robots. Yeah, because I yes. feel like you, I feel like you have a full orchestra, but it's just you. So you need right. to like have all these robot helpers or video editing that can bring it all together. Yes, and that was actually the inspiration behind this to like let a xylophone. Um, go and like play along with it because otherwise yeah. uh, it gets pretty challenging. So yeah, and I think yeah. you know for folks who you know they want to do robotics, but maybe they don't want to do like battle bots that like hurt things or something, or if they don't, if they want to do AI but they don't want to like do AI that takes over the world and hurts things. This is a great project because yeah. you know the robots and 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 those types of things that that's they can be used to make music. And those are the type of robots we usually like too. Like, oh, you know, art and music is always a fun thing you can do. Robotics can can help with that as well. Yes, definitely. So, right on. Okay, All well, right. thank you so much, Liz. Cool. Thanks, thank Liz. You. Stick around. You can maybe play us out when we're done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll come back to you. Like two notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Okay. All right. Cool. Next up, we're gonna go to Dan. Hello, Dan. How are you? Hey, Dan. Hey, how are you? What you got this week? Uh, let's see. So I was going to show you my little electronics project I've been working on, and it's just a little countdown timer okay. uh, with a little RGB LED on it. So pretty simple, but I've done a lot of projects with different Arduino dev boards over the years. There's the uh, alarm going off, and we have a dog in the house who barks every time a beep, anything beeps. So I decided to put a, a light as the alarm. <laughs> okay, good idea. Um, but uh, yeah, but I wanted to try a project where I was not using an Arduino dev board, but actually just using a you know an AVR IC on its own. And so this is a really great kind of starter project for doing something like that. So this is a little uh, AT Tiny 84, I think it is, which is a lot of people use the the 85, and this is only a tiny bit more, and it's got a bunch more uh, I/O. It's got 12 I/O pins on it, um, and yeah, it's like 10 bucks worth of parts, and you know, really easy to put together over a weekend. Um, and I also built it because I found these really cheap uh, modules. These are like a, a, about a dollar on eBay or something to get it with a built-in little driver chip on it. So you only need two wires to control that. So um, so anyway, fun little project. Uh, I also built it on one of these proto boards that I got from Dr. Azzy on Tindy. Oh, I dropped it. <laughs> but these are a lot of fun too. That they, he, you know, you, there's a lot of different sources of proto boards, but I like to buy from indie makers when I can. And it's fun having them in all these uh, little mini sizes so that you can make things like here's my breadboard version. And I made mm -hmm. a little uh, ICSP header breadboard adapter there out of one of these tiny little proto boards. So, so anyway, those Hi. are fun to play with too. All right. Hi. Well, right on. Thanks for sharing it. Um, one more shipping stickers just to remind me because. Uh, Right now, right now we're just shipping the priority things, and uh, we're uh, getting back to shipping all the regular orders soon. And then uh, very soon we'll be back to shipping stickers for anyone's on the show and tell. Uh, I can't wait to uh, be doing that again. So thank you so much, Dan, for showing up your, your project this week. Thanks. Thanks, right, Dan. Next up, we're going to go to Drew, and then we're going to go to Jim. So let's go to Drew. Drew. Hey Drew, you're a square right now. Put your Do you want to put camera on and audio? Um, I'll go to Jim while you're doing that. I think I scared Drew away. Bye, Drew. All right. Hey Jim, how's it going? Hey, what's that what cool? What you got going cool on this truck week? you got? It's a Jeep. Oh, that's my uh, old truck. I tell people that I'm gonna save me up for a new one. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I want to show you this. Okay. Yeah, you can't see it very well. Yeah, it's like a DIY phone. What's going yeah. on there? 
So you can, you know, if you want to make a call. Okay. Oops, it's the uh, wrong one. Send a text message. That's the text, that's actually, uh, here's your calling, uh, oh wow. Screen. Whoa. So you made your own phone. All the phone numbers and everything does the calling. All right, so how is this powered? What's inside of it? Did you write a photo list? So you can pick a contact and then you can pick text. And there's your text screen. All oh, right on. And it's a like, like, nice little keyboard interface. I love the keyboard. It's so cute. Yeah, it's got more than that, though. It's got the calculator that I made a long time ago. All right. And it's got, you can put games on it. This is hard. And what are those games written in? How, how did you make those games? I wrote them. It's all done um, in Arduino. It's an Arduino. This is an Arduino phone. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's, um, it has a, a, um, a feather flora in there, a feather, feather phona. Oh, yeah. cool. It's easy to run the UI. And then I had to write, um, I basically wrote a, uh, a sketch swapper. So you have multiple sketches in and you just, just choose which one you want to see. Oh, neat. Oh, cool. You have your little app store inside there. <laughs> yeah, it's a multi-sketch app. I, uh, yeah. The hard, the hard thing is the file system because everybody knows the smartphone is supposed to have all these neat things like, you know, contacts and everything. And it's like, oh, I have to make a, a database inside here to, to hold the contacts. Yeah. Because I need all this file code to do multiple files, and I mean, multiple section files. So I wrote code that would use your uh, an SD card like a giant RAM. That's and awesome. Communication and stuff. It was a lot of fun. I know Pokemon characters on there. Okay, this is so cool. All wow, right. this is a great yeah, This is a really cool phone. Amazing. So when people say, you know, what can this hardware do? Um, there was the rotary cell phone that everyone yeah. shared. And this one, if you send me um, photos and more information, PT at Adafruit.com, um, we would love to post about this on the blog, on the Adafruit blog as well. Yeah, because it looks a lot better in real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. take some photos. And uh, again, when we're shipping stickers, you absolutely get a, a scene on the show and tell sticker. <laughs> Look great okay. on the back of the phone. All right, thank Lovely. you so much. Okay, thank you, JM. Take care. All right. So, Liz, I think Drew is not having a good camera night. So, do you mind um, playing this out? We're going to get out of here just a little bit early tonight, so we can set up for Ask an Engineer. Absolutely. All right, Jam. Musical Starlings. Yay! Yay! All right, thank you so much. Thanks, Liz. Have a good night. All Have right. a good night. Okay, that's our show and tell, everyone. Thank, thank you, you so much for being here. We're here every single week, 7 p.m., every single Wednesday. We've been doing this for about a decade or more. Um, we moved it to be one full hour during this time where we're all apart, but we can all come together at least once a week, show and share our projects. Everyone makes something. Everyone can share it. Come by next week. Come by next week, 8 p.m. tonight. Ask an Engineer, and then all the rest of the shows. Make sure you keep an eye on the Adafruit site. Every week we have unique, amazing, interesting 3D printing programming uh, that you can watch, uh, MakeCode programming. Mm -hmm. When I say programming, I mean like programming like a television show programming. We have stuff for kids. We have stuff for adults. We have stuff that you can uh, watch with kids. Um, so check it Bye. out, and we'll see you next week.
Thanks, Bye, everybody. everybody.